Hey all you cool cats and kittens. This is Ben Madison, the head content creator, I mean uh, priest at Holy Trinity Episcopal Church in Winona, New Jersey. And I am so pleased to be bringing you the Mockingbird devotional for today. Have you noticed how hard it is to leave the house? I don't mean functionally, right? Functionally, I go to my door, I open it up, I step outside, uh, spring is all around me, the flowers are blooming, and those birds have gotten so blasted loud. I just walk outside, right? It's that easy. I mean the weight, right? This emotional, spiritual weightiness that comes now with just stepping outside of the house. Spalding Gray used to talk about his magical thinking uh, that would develop in between uh, filming of movies and that if he did everything in just the right way and right order, then he could produce the desired end he wants. And I find myself doing this every time I leave the house now. Do I have my gloves? Check. Got them. Back pocket. Right here. Do I have my mask? Do I have the good one? Or do I have the okay one? Right? Gotta get the good one. Get my coffee filters to put into the mask, because I guess coffee filters prevent COVID-19. Uh, at least that's what I've read on the internet. Then I get my hand sanitizer, my Purell, to make sure that I can double down on everything uh, before, after, and during I am going out into this new and brave and chaotic world. I get my Lysol spray because I have leather seats so I can spray things down, open up the windows, let them air out by the time I get home. And that is what it takes now to get to my car, to go look for toilet paper at six stores because there isn't any around. It's what it takes to go get the pills that I need to take care of my dog. It's what it takes to just leave the house. Have to have this magical thinking, have to find some way to relieve this weight that is there. And like the problem is it's not just the leaving of the house that's the problem. It's the coming back too. Now I do this thing where as soon as I pull up to the house, I have my phone call my wife so that she can open up all of the doors so that we can make this smooth transition from the danger of the outside world and the potential infection that is there so that I can get into the kitchen, right? I have this nifty way that I Google about how you take off your gloves appropriately so that way there's no cross-contamination. Throw out the gloves, wash my hands, clean out all the bags, have my wife open the door to the trash can, throw out all the bags, wash my hands again, spray them down with Lysol, wash my hands again, spray them with Lysol, let them sit, and maybe that way, we're all safe. There is a weight to life, right? And that's always been true. Uh, and the psalm for today points to that, right? That my text is going to come from Psalm 121, uh, specifically from the Book of Common Prayer. So if you open up your NRSV and it doesn't sound like what I'm reading, sorry, folks. Uh, right? But Psalm 121, the prayer book says, is a really good psalm to be read at funerals. And what do we need more of right now? Conversations about death. I'm kidding, right? But it is uh, a little reassuring that in this world where that is, uh, right, the primary impetus in all of our lives that we sublimate and don't talk about, that it's now everywhere, right? Oh, why are you doing all this magical thinking before you leave the house? Oh, you're avoiding death. Why are you doing all this magical thinking as you come back into the house? Oh, to avoid death. Why are we doing anything that we're doing and doing these devotionals online? Right? You follow. Am I, am I correct? And to that, the psalmist writes this. I lift my eyes to the hills from where is my help to come. My help comes from the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. But that's not all it says. 
Because if you read all the way down to the very end of the psalm, you get verse 8. The Lord shall watch over your going out and your coming in from this time forth forevermore. On this theme of grace in the time of Corona, magical thinking is not grace. It is anxiety writ large. It is me trying everything I possibly can to absolve my own fears and guilt about potentially risking my life or my family's life to go buy toilet paper. And to that anxiety and to that burden and to that emotional weight, I need the psalmist to say what he says. I lift my eyes to the hills. From where is my help to come? My help comes from the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The Lord watches on your going out and your coming in from this time forth forevermore. Until I was quarantined and stuck at home, I'll admit that the Psalms never like spoke to me in, I don't know, I don't want to say like a charismatic sort of way, but in our tradition, right, in the Episcopal tradition, Psalms play this role of response. You read a reading, you say a psalm in response. And it's often sung, there's a chant setting to it, right? It's, it's sort of this beautiful tradition that is part of Anglicanism. And yet, the psalms never spoke to me as, say, like, Jesus' words, or the Gospels, or Paul's letters, right? Or the prophets. And yet, I find that the more I'm reading them, uh, because the one thing I'm going to do in quarantine is become the best, greatest Christian in the whole wide world... Uh, challenge accepted. Thank you very much. Do your daily devotionals, folks. Now's the time for sanctification. Uh, I'm kidding, of course. But the more I read the psalm, the more I find that they are speaking to me in this powerful and unexpected way. And this psalm in particular, it says something. <laughs> the Lord will watch over your going out and your coming in from this time forth forevermore. There is a deep and significant comfort that I find in the idea that God cares about what it takes for me to leave the house and that God cares about what it takes for me to get back into the house and that God sees my magical thinking and my rubber gloves and my mask and my Purell and my Lysol and he says, right, in his most fatherly voice, oh honey, and he wraps me in his arms and he watches over me and it doesn't guarantee protection. It doesn't guarantee safety. It doesn't guarantee that I won't get sick or I won't get somebody else sick. But what it guarantees is that God is there, right? In the midst of my anxiety and fear and concern and worry and the impending uh, mass lawsuit that we're all going to have from overexposure to Purell, right? In the midst of all of that, God is there and God is fixed. And God cares about us. I pray for you that in this time of corona, whatever that weight that you're carrying, whatever that emotional baggage, whatever it takes for you to leave the house, I pray that you hear what God and the psalmist are saying. And I pray that you might know that God is with you and is watching over you and will be there whether we wash our hands or we don't. Amen. Amen.
please wash your hands. Peace.